and we're live. What's going on? All right. Not too much. How you been? Pretty good. Kind of, kind of tired, but you know. Fair enough. Yeah. How was the Afternoon. Rest, that rest of your weekend? Not bad. Just uh, working and looking around at new phones and stuff. I, I'm thinking about getting a new phone. But I might just wait until OnePlus comes out with their next one because I don't know. Why Why do you need a new phone? I don't phone? know how I feel about the current phone situation. Um, mine just... And I, like it's it's still pretty good. It's just like the Wi-Fi on it is pretty shit. Like I have to restart it every once in a while. Um, and I don't know. I see those. I see the new ones with like the 120 refresh rate, yeah. 120 hertz. And I get a little uh, start craving that 120 hertz. <laughs> I like the smooth man. Yeah, it's nice. What's the battery you think on those guys though? They're still really good. They're. I mean, they they've they've taken um like the batteries have increased size with the hertz so mm-hmm. it's actually it like pretty linear something that like um i got like an android phone that, so i can do like testing for apps and whatnot um and it's when, when there's no sim card like it's not connected to the um network or whatever the battery will last like it's still probably on and, it, and i haven't plugged it in for like a month like it's it's like yeah. a, a pixel four or whatever three or right. maybe do a pixel four just for testing <laughs> it's uh it might just be the three but yeah well because I, I had to get something and and uh because the way the plans worked out it wasn't like it was that much more uh, right, right. kind of works but yeah it's kind of nice i got two really nice phones yeah i got a pixel two <laughs> <laughs> so you know a few generations behind it's time to update i would get a pixel five but it's it's too small like it's just like a small phone. Yeah, my I like, uh, I like big. Yeah, I like the bigger ones too. Um, and I don't know, like the you, you've got an iPhone, I guess, as your daily driver. Yeah, and like the um, like the versions of this. So this is like the Pro Max or whatever. It's like I don't know why they have so many different yeah. levels of it. Uh, like the, it's the biggest one, fanciest yeah. one. And and like I was looking at the the new one, like the twelve that just came out. This is like the eleven Pro Max. Um, but it's like I would have to get another Pro Max, or else this phone is better than than the other ones. Because like you know, just stats wise, it's like oh, this is like a Ferrari versus like a Honda Civic in like the newer version, right? Right. right. So, but it's usually like every other year, it's worth it to like maybe start upgrading, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, like, I paid off my phone, like, a while ago, so my my uh, monthly bill's really cheap. Nice. But, um, I don't, you know, I'm using an older phone now. <clears throat> yeah, I'm similar. I had to um, pay mine off because I dropped mine in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Oh, wait, was that in Okanagan Lake? Yeah. That's, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember you telling me that. I show you the. Um, let me see if I can still do it. My tile was connected to the phone, and so like. Right, oh, so yeah. you can like check the GPS location. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's just, just still like there. dead center in the. Yeah. In the it's oh really? Oh yeah. It's dude. Still like it's not, oh, it's not on, you but info? it's just the last known in location. 
Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, right. Hasn't been seen for 211 days. That's that's a long time. Holy crap. Yeah. Damn. At the bottom of the lake. I guess you could go for a dive. Is it like it's in like the middle of the lake? Yeah, right by the oh, bridge. Oh, damn. It's like <laughs> right off the bridge. What were you doing? Are you no, on a boat? I was on a I boat. Yeah, no, I wasn't <laughs> taking pictures off the boat. You were just swimming out there? <laughs> uh, I... I like thought i was like man if i had all the money in the world it'd be kind of cool to like go down there but you need like a submarine because that lake is deep i think like it's yeah it's super deep like it's super deep yeah. and i i'm assuming where they built the bridge is is no actually i don't know I, it might be super deep there i was gonna say like maybe they tried to like pick a spot that wasn't super deep but i think they picked that spot because it was the shortest distance not not the shallowest yeah and there's probably like also like other factors in terms of like okay what does it look like coming in and out you know like right probably right. just the cheapest overall plus i think it's mostly floating so they probably don't care about depth as much yeah i think it is a floating bridge i think it has to be portions of it are at least that's one thing that like kind of amazes me just like bridge technology like i don't like it's kind of weird freaky when you see like bridges and you're just like man how does a bunch of cables and just like this, like, you know, hold cars and people up for years? Yeah, one thing that, so, <laughs> um, I, because when I took engineering, the first two years are common, right? Right. Between all the degrees at, at UBCO. So the first two years, there's a lot of like civil engineering stuff I learned, um, which for the most part, I found pretty boring. But one thing that's super interesting that uh, you don't really about is that if you have a bridge where like the default is having a bunch of weight on it like having a bunch of cars on it yeah. and weight on it then when you construct the bridge um you put a bunch of um rebar through it you put like metal through the the concrete right and if you think of like the metal going through they actually put uh they actually bend the metal mm. um put tension in the bridge up a little bit to go against the cars right you actually have to put like an enormous amount of weight on the bridge for it to even get to be a point where it's being used normal. wow yeah so like that's why like it like you can put an enormous amount of weight on a bridge before it collapses because it has to like get it you first you have to like like put enough weight on it to even get to have no force on the inside yeah, yeah. And then um, it's because you already have like anti, you have ten, uh, tens of force pushing up against the cars. Like, you, it's, it's really cool. And like, is something... and they do that in, in structures all the time. Like, if, right. if something's going to be have weight on it all the time, you can just put it in tension, and then the weight actually makes it, it actually reduces the amount of force in the structure. Well, and like, when you think of projects that you want to like overdo, a bridge would probably be like one of the better ones where you're just like ah maybe we'll just like plan for a bit extra you know than just the absolute minimum <laughs> yeah. viable product yeah totally that would be kind of yeah, freaky to see good. what it looks like like what is the minimum viable product for a bridge that could like take a like i would be ghetto driving over that thing like it's probably not a whole lot of materials needed you know true yeah i know like they designed for like i mean it, it depends i guess but it's it's usually like double what yeah it'll ever like like you usually divide like design for like double uh like twice as much strength as you need 
think. How, like, it, it's one thing to do that kind of technology like these days when you can simulate everything, like you can simulate the properties of concrete and metal and how they interact and all that crap. But like when they're fa first building that, like how do they, like do they just like take a chunk of concrete and just like smack it and be like, well, okay, this amount of force here. And then, so we know that the breaking point is around this or whatever. And that's kind of like just how they, they just scale it up like that. Yeah, I think they like, it was probably more sophisticated still. Like um, they were probably better at math back then <laughs> yeah, in general just like engineers probably would have had to be like a little bit have a little bit better number sense now computers can kind of do most of the stuff for you um but uh yeah i think like they probably st like the the precision of scales and like measurement techniques were still really amazing um so you could still have like a pretty um advanced understanding of of how much weight you can drop on something Right. Or like concussive force and, and um, uh, the amount of strain something can take, like how much it can bend before it breaks and sorts of properties of metals and, and different materials. And you can kind of scale them up. And I think they had a pretty good idea still. Mm -hmm. Concrete rebar and stuff. You, you probably couldn't do, you'd, you'd be limited um, to certain shapes that aren't particularly hard to calculate, probably. Right. Like now, like architecture can be like really, really like nice looking and crazy, crazy, and yeah, it can be like super obscure looking, all sorts of strange shapes. Um, and you can get a computer to do all the math for you to figure out how much, um, how much strength you need in those different weird looking spots. Yeah, right. That's kind of freaky when you look at those, like the newer ones, because you you can't really cons like conceptualize it. It's again, it's kind of like back to that AI thing where you just like. Well, the computer says it won't break, so we can build it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta trust the computer. I guess at at a certain point, you probably do have some have to have somebody that's like really, really smart to yeah, look like over the, it. And the make guy sure like that, built that it makes sense. Yeah, I'm sure like they program yeah, or something exactly. Because I was thinking too, like older engineers, they must like feel so sad because they just had, they they spent all that time learning all the math that they need, and then some new dude with like his computer just like rolls up, just like, oh yeah, man. I just put everything into here. So all that time you spent memorizing, you don't really need to use it that much. <laughs> True. Although I, I bet there has been a lot of mistakes made because people just trust the program. Very true. And the program doesn't account for some little thing. I don't think and I can then you have that. the old engineer laughing at the young engineer going, uh -huh, you, you killed a bunch of people. Uh -huh. You killed a bunch of people. Huh? <laughs> Freaking hilarious. <laughs> you didn't do the math. I don't think I could yeah. ever do a job that, that that job is the complete opposite of like programming where you can just basically ram code up the stack until it like works basically. And <laughs> yeah. just get it to the point of like minimum. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. Potential. This doesn't work. Okay, sweet. Let's just try this thing. Okay. That doesn't work. Okay. Let's just try the next thing. Okay. Keep going. Just brute force the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. When human safety is involved, it's not a lot. You can't really use trial and error the same way. Um, I think it, was, it wasn't the last time we talked, I don't think, but maybe the time before. You mentioned you were looking at getting um, food delivered. Yeah. To your place? You are like getting like, how did that work out? Uh, interesting. I was actually just uh, thinking about that earlier today. So, yeah, I, I, I used two companies so far. One was this like games locker thing 
um, and it was really expensive, like 170 bucks a week. And they, the package I got was like weight, bit, like muscle building or whatever. And I was like, okay, that sounds sounds like a lot mm. of food. Because that's pretty much all I care about is like how much do I get? Like I just want a lot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sure enough, like it's decent portions, like probably still a little bit smaller. Like I eat a lot of food, and so I don't think I would ever really be able to find something like that. And the majority of these meal prepping things for healthy lifestyle is usually like people trying to lose weight. So it kind of goes against like both areas, I guess. Um, and the Gaines Locker, they taste like, okay, they're kind of bland. They're, they're kind of like muscle food. So, you know, it's just like, um, pretty like couscous and like meat and like a protein or whatever. So it's kind of bland. So I switched it up Mm -hmm. and that was, that was like two weeks ago. And I switched it up for this week for a new place called Foodiva and they were hella cheaper. Like, um, eighty dollars cheaper, sort of thing. So it's like a hundred bucks before taxes for eleven for one extra meal too. Um, and that food is delicious. But the mm. portions I would say are even maybe a bit smaller in some of the meals. Um, the nice thing about them is that I can actually pick each meal. The other one was like, you just sign up for it and they just give you an array of stuff. This one I can actually pick and choose whatever I wanted to. Um, and so for this one I'm paying like a hundred and ten bucks after taxes for essentially um two meals every day which when you break that down is like nine bucks a meal or whatever um and like ultimately that's pretty cheap at that point i'm pretty much um maybe a bit more expensive than if i was to do everything myself but i'm not wasting the time and energy cooking or whatever um so i haven't really made my mind up i'd like to see if i could find that middle thing where it's like really good flavor um and then also just a lot of it this one would be really good but they they give you like these little sides like a little like instead of like the whole meal just being one thing they give you like a little salad and it's just like man can you just not give me the salad like (laughs) and and i was like okay that's obviously how the price is a lot cheaper is because they're giving you food but it's really just like filler you know right so still on my quest to find the perfect thing but um overall definitely way less stressed like i Mm -hmm. have no stress around food at all like if i'm hungry i'm just like yeah i just go eat like um so it's really nice in that aspect the other thing i could do too is um i should probably incorporate like just a shake into my daily thing just to you know if the portions Mm -hmm. are small Mm -hmm. but i can kind of supplement with like maybe a a breakfast that i can make real quickly and then like a shake that might be the best possible situation because then i'm getting you know enough food and then i don't have to worry about it And, and for the most part the shake and maybe the breakfast would be very little work Right. So far, I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, I guess. You can, yeah, you can probably fit some like protein bars or something in there too that like are just like quick eats that are super dense. Yeah, and and like um. Just like yeah, just like the high calories, right? Because that's kind of like what I want. It's like I kind of want to put on some weight. I don't really need to. I'm fine as I am, but um, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind being in a po- calorie positive and then being like, hey, now I know that I'm doing more than just maintaining because right now mm-hmm. i have like this feeling where i'm kind of just like just maybe a little bit below and so like it's kind of weird um but yeah if i can get into the shake thing supplement that and then a quick breakfast and like you said a couple protein bars or whatever i'd probably be jamming like and mm-hmm. and honestly i would recommend it to like so many people if you have like that money and like you are super busy and you're just hustling and you're trying to get shit done or you work like a commission base job where you can do more work or whatever um and and you just don't like 
I mean, personally, I love cooking. It's just the, the headache of getting it all done. And then because I'm single and cooking for like one person, it's like I make one meal and I have to make it and I have to eat that one meal for like three days. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a pretty good uh, thing. Um, the chef's plate and the, uh, like hello fresh. I did those a bunch too, like way before. And the portions are pretty much the same as you would get out of like one meal of those. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think I've gotten done. Catherine's done hello fresh. I think a couple of mm-hmm. times and, uh, pretty good yeah i'd say yeah probably like portion sizes are adaptable yeah <laughs> you know some of them are really good some of them are just like oh man this is like a could easily be one meal yeah that's right depends on what it is i guess the i would say the biggest downside for these meal delivery things is always just like the like uh, longevity of like the meal you know like they prep them and it's all fresh food for like the two that i've used so far and so it's like hey you have to freeze like the ones that can be frozen which means like some of the ones just salads and stuff i was like hey i'll just eat these first i guess because like i can't really freeze a goddamn salad right um and then it was all just like best before um mm. today essentially so i was like well <clears throat> that's like three days so i had to freeze them and then I don't right. know, hopefully i don't die over the next few days i should be fine <laughs> but, well yeah I, the other thing that I found kind of annoying was just how much packaging they have. Like, there's a lot of packaging. Yeah, I mean, I look at it as kind of just like free Tupperware, um, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Like, it's pretty much the same as like the Chinese food takeout containers. Right. Um, and then they're all recyclable too, but it is, yeah, like you said, it is just like extra, an excess of it. And it's not like they have like a, maybe they do, maybe they do have like a recycling, washing, bring them back and whatever. That'd be kind of nice. Mm. But, um, yeah, that that kind of side, downside is there for sure. What's the temperature like there? Right now, it's nice. Like I just opened the window because it's too hot in here. Um, it is weather uh, minus two. Nice. So it, it got it got up to the plus eight today. Holy crap! Here, yeah, it was That's really nice. warm. So we yeah. got we got plus one tomorrow and yeah. then minus twenty on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like we're I don't know, we're just up and down all the time. There's still snow on the ground. It's just like we had a warm day. <laughs> it's a nice change. Yeah, it it's been super nice. Like um even last night just outside for a little bit, you're just like, dude, this is like nice. I can just like sit out here for a bit, just like, you know, get some breath, fresh air and not be like too cold or whatever. So I'm I'm liking the weather right now. Hopefully it's like the last uh last big like i don't think we're gonna get another cold freeze like that because that was freaking cold for a little bit there yeah <laughs> texas got fucked yeah i don't really i didn't really follow like that too much but i just heard about all the things that were going down and i was like holy crap <laughs> like what was it how like yeah, every 120 years or something yeah something like that i guess well they have like they have a shit ton of renewable uh energy sources that just never got winterized right um so like a bunch of that stuff failed and i guess it's not just texas it was uh, my i have some family in louisiana and uh my uncle was saying like he'd already burnt up like all the scraps and that he had and he's like a carpenter <laughs> burnt shit. up like tons and tons of wood and he was like yeah i'm like pretty close to having to burn the furniture just because just for heat yeah Holy yeah because i guess like a lot of a lot of people got back 
electricity and then they had no water and then like yeah they just had a hard go of it that's wild it's I, hard to imagine that kind of stuff like in like happening now like in the modern world you just it doesn't happen very often well somebody i was listening to i think it was on joe rogan or whatever he would he put it in like a good perspective he's like he's like it's not just like texas do you do you know how big texas is it's like a goddamn continent is like yeah. is like dying right now and i was like oh you, when you say it like that it's that's huge like there's there's like a bazillion people that are like not doing what too good so yeah that's i'm not sure how many people are in texas it's probably like probably like 100 million people. uh no population probably like 10 million people or something. 29 million 29 million in texas yeah that is a lot more than i thought that's so that's yeah that's like creeping up on the population of canada yeah canada's uh 35 or 30 maybe it's more now 37 million or something it is so small like compared to comparatively like well isn't it like the biggest state or it is but like beat like it would fit in bc twice you know damn wait really isn't That's it what, like this wait look it up are you looking at, at a picture or are you looking, looking at, at the, the google maps because maps because the further north you go the the more maps get stretched to make things look bigger oh that's why iceland looks like it's or greenland that's why greenland looks like it's like uh, the same size as north america uh british columbia is one and a half times as big as texas okay oh wait that's still a lot yeah bc's fucking huge i mean every all the provinces are huge <laughs> wait why why do they i recall you explained this to me like 20 years ago but why do they need to expand like um it's cut i don't remember what the actual what it's actually called but it's it's basically there's no way to take a globe stretch it out into a flat square without it it's like messing up proportions mm. so you can either um you can either like represent it as in like slices and then have like the the, um, uh, longitude and latitude like get screwed up or you can just kind of stretch it so that it all fits hmm. um, but that means that the further south you go and the further north you go the bigger things get oh. I think it's it, Greenland looks like it's huge right yeah yeah it's massive but it's not but it's not that not that big uh, no. it's just because it's, like, it's still pretty like, big but it's right, not that big right um, and that's why, like, none of it also looks like it's, like, half yeah, the world. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. That's that's interesting, good to know. Because I was always thinking, I was like, man, BC, like, literally fits, like, half the United States. Like, when you when you look at, like, yeah. it's like, that's, yeah. that can't be a thing, right? Or, like, or, or Alaska. If you look at Alaska, like, I don't think Alaska is actually much bigger than most states, but it looks huge. Yeah, like it looks like it is the size of the United States. Like it looks like it yeah, is the United yeah. States just rotated. Like that's how <laughs> big it looks. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. So Russia is very similar then. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Russia's massive still, but. Or like China is huge, but it doesn't look as big because it's not as. Right. Oh, interesting. Cool. Very neat. Yeah. Take that flat earthers, you can't literally can't. Yeah, true. Lay it down on the ground. <laughs> well, they know they'll, they'll. I guarantee they'll have some other explanation. Oh, I'm sure they do. Probably, Probably five. Like, well, 
Well, I'm glad yeah. you asked, actually. Yeah. What about that Mars man? It's pretty sweet. Dude, it's so cool. I watched the the um the takeoff. Somebody whatever. just like posted on one of our like Slack channels. Being like, hey, in case anybody's interested in watching live, it's happening right now. It was like five minutes before it happened. I was like, dope. Yeah. I watched that. Not like the whole thing, but just like close, like towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> like when they were like five minutes away from like touchdown. Is what yeah. I meant. Um, and that was, yeah, super cool. And then the pictures that have come out are amazing. And the, the video of it landing. I don't. Oh, the touchdown. So yeah. good. We are starting to. I saw this uh, in. Uh, I know. I, I can't wait to see. Like, oh, it's it's so cool. Cause didn't they drop it in like a what was supposedly a dried up riverbed or something? That's kind of like what they're looking for. Like, yeah, I think it's like a yeah, it's like was a waterbed. That's because so that's why they they want to look there for um, yeah for microfossils or uh, look for like really small. So cool. To see if there was ever life there. Man, I would. Uh, I want their. I want them to find something so bad. Yeah, just so like cool. Like an A and W. Like just like up there, just like <laughs> human skull. Yeah, holy human. That would that be would the freak be the out. Coolest shit. Yeah. That would not be cool. That'd be terrifying. Nah. Just like a sign, cool. go back in like English or something. Run. <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty two is the worst ever. <laughs> you know, just some like cryptic message, or like some yeah, something to just like screw with history. Just be like Napoleon was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genghis Khan. Like, wait a minute. Was here first. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to that book. Yeah, that'd be cool. Pretty crazy. Oh yeah. Well, the parts that I've listened to, like I mean, I've listened to a lot yeah. of it, but I've only retained probably five percent of that. Yeah, fair. Um, fair enough. But the things that like I'm tuning into are just like, damn, this like it's so so interesting how like Yeah, how different he is compared to what you think you he is hearing from him from like other people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just how like like because the history because they're like their like most accurate account of their history was lost for so long. It got like so corrupted over over time that completely unreliable. And like the idea of them being these like super brutal savages is just not not true. Yeah, but man, some of the things that like they're talking about in there, like putting children in like catapults and stuff like that, I was like, that's pretty <laughs> crazy, man. Yeah. Well, dude, their warfare was so like like advanced. Like like it had cannons, and they were explaining like proto grenades. Like they had like explosives really? oh, I didn't for siege warfare. And like, well, I guess it would have been like later. It would have been like the like Kublai Khan and like right um his descendants, but like not. I don't think Genghis Khan himself had that, but his like offspring, um, because like such a big part of their like culture was like engineering of mm. new types of warfare, and um, and they would always take the smartest people. That, from I was just gonna say they conquered. That was like the coolest thing so, of the book. I was like the science of warfare, right? such a unique characteristic that they they, yeah they, they mastered siege war, warfare by like using explosives it's really really cool well then they just like mastered so much of it just by like just this one dude who thought differently was just like oh we don't actually have, we just have to confuse them you know like that, that one story he's just like hey just get naked and go sneak into their camp like nobody will even question you it's just like <laughs> yeah. okay but uh 
uh, two things on that. One, I'm, I don't know how the entire world goes so long without knowing his name is Genghis Khan instead of Genghis Khan. <laughs> I think it's probably one of those, it's probably like Neanderthal versus Neanderthal where both are technically correct. Um, right. It just depends on where you're from or where you, yeah, I think it's, it's probably related to where you're from. Very true. Fair enough. And then the second point that I found kind of funny was just like thinking about all the like the stupider people. I'd be like so scared, like because he's just like ransacking like all these things. He's like, "Oh, if you're smart, you can come with me, and if you're if you're not, I'm just gonna kill you." <laughs> I'm just like, "Holy yeah, shit, that's just, brutal, man!" They kill all the anybody that is a, that is a burden to their society or or is not able to help them out. They're just dead. Yeah, it's like ah, don't worry yeah, about true. them. Why do I have it's I, like how? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that like. They don't to- torture anyone. They're just they're just like eh, and kill them. Yeah, and <laughs> like they just kill everyone. You don't fit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't finished. It. I'm probably about halfway or even three quarters through. But why do I have in my mind? Um, and I heard it from somewhere. But like, did he not like ride a bunch of elephants and like trample like a bunch of things, or is that just like made up from? I don't know somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there is a king uh, like a story of a guy. It's his name was. Was it not Genghis Khan? Hannibal. Hannibal. Hannibal the Conqueror. Like went over the. He, he like conquered Rome with elephants or That's something. That's who it was. Look him up. He went over some crazy mountain with a bunch of elephants. Yeah. Okay. 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 Hannibal. Okay. I got him and dude. Like for twenty five years, I've been living thinking Genghis Khan just rode a bunch of these <laughs> elephants into like. I mean, maybe he had elephants at some point. Oh, you're pretty sweet. I mean, he did conquer a ridiculous number of like societies. I, I, I could imagine him having elephants at some point. I don't think... I think that's probably what you're thinking of, though. Yeah, that, I think that uh, makes about sense in my head. Did you look that up? Is it... It is Hannibal the Conqueror, yeah. Did it say which... Um, which timeline? Like, not timeline, but... Uh, Animal the Roman Republic. Did he did he conquer? Where did he conquer? And he's a Carthaginian. Crossed the high Alps to strike at Rome. Alps, yeah, he went over the Alps against the Roman Republic. So badass. Maybe so cool. Like talk to like Napoleon or just like you know even Genghis or any of these like really crazy dudes who just like did stuff. It's like man, I just want to talk to you. Yeah true it would be so weird because they'd be so culturally different yeah dude, you'd be like naked just being like so little in common yeah you'd be like man why why are you skinny like you should die and i'll just be like yeah eat more fermented mil- mare's milk yeah exactly <laughs> how many wives do you have He's like uh none he's like you're, you're like almost dead man you're 25 like come on you're you're too yeah, old to true. get married now. <laughs> it's wild times, man. Yeah, that's a really cool book. Super pumped about the yep. AI stuff. Me too, man. Just been thinking about it. It's it's uh. Trying to think of like other or find other resources too. Yeah, I was gonna say it's super unfortunate, like programming like talking to programming to somebody that doesn't like do it 
is so anticlimactic. Like I was trying to tell my mom, I was like, man, we, we like built this thing, like rate reads this data. She's like, Oh, that's cool. It's like, yeah, we want to build this thing from a movie called like hot dog, not hot dog. She's like, Oh, and I was just like, it's cool. Like you'd be able to like show it a picture and be like, this is not a hot dog. She's like, okay. I was like, you don't understand how good this is. I understand. It's, it doesn't know what a hot dog is. Yeah. It just, but it knows. Yeah. We don't know how it knows, but we know that it knows. But it knows. She's just like, oh, interesting. I was like, damn it. Yeah, true. People, people like can't comprehend the the amazing, like the uncomprehensible complexity and and the amazing feat that the computer is accomplishing. And and to be fair, I don't even know really. Like, no, I, I know. Like, but that's what is amazing to me, I guess, is that because I can't comprehend it, that's what blows my mind. Yeah. And and like what you said too, um like back when I was like, Oh, does that mean if we if we say this person had like four hundred pregnancies, it has a higher correlation to that and you're just like, No, what's crazier is like like it could be anything any combination of those data points that proves it, but we don't know what it is, but the computer knows. It's just like I was like <laughs> blown i was like can we can we just like print that out and just can't you like reverse engineer the artificial intelligence to figure out what it is to like be freaky yeah and i think like there like you actually can create models of that sort of thing without artificial intelligence um you can create models that take into account other like all sorts of dimensions Mm -hmm. um in order to sort of understand you probably still couldn't like like intuit it but you could have like a mathematically more rigorous version of that model that you can visualize better (laughs) right and i guess with with programming specifically like if we put it into like debug mode or whatever where you could like literally step over every line of code you would be able to technically see what like how exactly it gets to one right it might not make any sense because it would it would be like doing a bunch of creepy shit but um I guess you could debug it. It would just take like a million years, probably. Yeah, I think because it, I think because the computer has to do like, it's doing like a, it, depending on how big your model is, it could be doing like a million things in like a millisecond. Right. Yeah. So I don't stepping think you, over. I don't think even if you step through every single thing the computer's doing, there's so much um, parallel parallelization or like or, or um, like threaded stuff. Yeah, that like it's it's because it's all done by GPUs now, and and so much is being done in parallel that I don't think you can even actually step through it the same way. Yeah, fair enough. It's crazy, like how powerful computers like are. Like if you were to show somebody this twenty years ago, they'd be like, "How was that cost like eighteen billion dollars to build that?" And you're like, "No, nah, man, couple couple grand, you know, not even like eight hundred bucks." <laughs> yeah, the fact that I mean, be doing like a billion um, commands a second, like something is moving that fast. Yeah. Um, right, a gigahertz. Gigahertz is billions. It's a billion per second. Is that what? Holy shit! I didn't really ever think about that. And I'm running at four most of the time. Four billion things per second, or I guess. So, I guess t- isn't what's what do teraflops measure? Uh, 
I can look it up. Teraflop. Isn't that the number of? A megaflop. A gigaflop. In computing, floating point operations per second is a measure of computer performance. So, so a flop, floating point operation. I think that's what it stands for. I think uh, it is an like a that like a teraflop is a. Terra is um. Terra is trillion, but is ten to the power of twelve. Um, so. Trillion. So trillion flops per second. Then, yeah. Holy shit! Floating point operation per second. Like. For something to do something a trillion times in a second. Is do that four times beyond any kind of comprehension. <laughs> yeah, and then multiply that by four. Um, or like 3.9 or whatever most computers are running at. Well, is that right? Things are running. At, no, not sorry. At teraflops. Oh, I don't know. Are are normal computers running? Or what? What is like a normal computer run at in terms of flops? Uh, I don't know what to even look up to figure that out. <laughs> Sixteen. Uh, one second. Flops think... per cycle per core for various processors. Uh, AMD Zen three Risen. Is that so the PS5? The PS5's GPU is capable of 10.28 teraflops. The Xbox Series X is 12 teraflops. 12 trillion operations in a second. Yeah, that's wild. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So that, okay, wait, wait, wait. So that's. What? Yeah. Is that FP sixty four? Do you know? Is that is that mentioned anywhere? I don't know. Okay, because I think because this one says flops per cycle per core. So I have sixteen cores in my CPU. Oh right. Okay. So, right. so each I guess one of those. I guess it's it's do... not one thing moving that many times. It's like it's like tons and tons of things moving. Give you that many flops i think the hertz like the gigahertz is actually one thing moving them and like or i guess maybe moving is not the right way of thinking about it oh here, here turning it on and off i found it so a billion times in a second. uh 89 teraflops is what my system would probably run at so yeah. that's eight times faster than or eight times more than ps5 that's wild pretty amazing what kind of graphics card do you have? Uh, twenty eighty Ti. So it's like okay, top, 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 top. I, I used it to play. It. I mean, it's not a Titan. <laughs> it's not a Titan. No, I was like, oh no, like the Titan, whatever. No, it's it's not like a seven thousand dollar card. The 30, now there's the now there's the thirty ninety. So <laughs> no, I'm happy Behind with what I got. And you can go. Okay, of course, you know, like you're not gonna need anything more than that for a long time. I I don't even need what I have. <laughs> like, I I played <laughs> yeah. the first game I played in in like three weeks on my computer, and it was like this Viking game that was 598 megabytes, and it was awesome. Is that Valheim or yeah. whatever? <laughs> yeah, had ten ten oh. guys on that. We we're just messing around, like just just having so much fun. <laughs> Uh, what's it like? I, I haven't actually looked into it at all, but is, is it? It's like a survival style game, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a survival co-op. Is there like, like are there a lot of like crafting and stuff? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's basically like a 3D Minecraft with more emphasis, like like the bosses that you have to gear up and like get new technology to fight for. Those kind of like progress how far you are in the game. So it's like the first one, you have to fight it until you get the pickaxe or whatever. And then, then you can start breaking down like rocks. And so like that's kind of a big portion of the game. The next one is like in a different biome and you have to like build a ship to like get there or something like that, right? Um, it's really fun. Like the, the base building portion of it is absolutely insane. Like it's got one of the coolest like um, building uh, like engines, I guess. And then the physics as well is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, the, and, and it's still an alpha. Like it is, it is probably one of the coolest, most finished games for an alpha state that I've ever seen before. We, like, yeah, that's yeah. basically what I've heard is that it's essentially a finished game. Yeah, and it's and it's like it's I was like, so. holy crap! So kind of the opposite of what you see nowadays. Yeah, no, it's and and like it's small, like it like five hundred ninety eight megabytes. Like like COD right now is is at like three hundred gigs. I <laughs> I uh, loaded up on my PS4 just to like play it a little bit, and there's a pop up like from their dev team that said, "Hey, if you're running out of space, try removing some of our DLC." And I was like, whoa, I was like, dude, he's like, yeah, old DLC could just be deleted. And I was like, that's like, maybe try to like, like optimize your shit a bit better. Like, I don't know. Like what blew me away. Yeah. That's nuts. I guess it's better than like, I don't know if you remember like Final Fantasy on PS1 or PS2 or something. Like they had like seven discs. Oh yeah. I've played games like that before. You have like tons and tons different. You you have to like swap out your disc every yeah few hours. <laughs> Even like like uh, installing some computer games, it used to be like, all right, please insert disc three of seven. It's just like holy crap, and like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, or or like like the old days where you, like the GameCube, but like if you didn't have a memory card, you couldn't save. So like it. It was like it was like a month before we got a, a memory card for GameCube, so we just played like the the opening of like Super Mario Sunshine like so many times because we would just get as far as we did and then we would just leave it on. That's right. I guess that was the same for. Uh, hold on. PS. I guess it wasn't for for six, the, the Nintendo sixty four. I remember people getting like things that you could stick into the bottom of your controller. Remember those? Yeah, I don't know. Um... I don't know what that did. Uh, like controller pack, right? right? Yeah. Uh, is the console's memory card? Yeah. So that's what it was. It was like a memory card. Yeah, well, you that, didn't yeah, need yeah. those to play like Mario sixty four. I don't think so. It was like a different type of memory. I guess maybe it was for certain games needed it. Yeah, or like um. Yeah, because I know that you definitely could play without it. Um. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I think most people didn't have them, at least. Yeah, it's a, it's an optional accessory that enhances the memory-saving features of selected games. Um, okay. And so, yeah, you didn't need it, but some games could benefit from it, I guess. Right. That was a while. Do you ever play, um, hmm? you ever play Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah. That game is good. Banjo-Tooie? Uh, I don't know Banjo Tooie. I think I just played like the old, old one. I think I, I think I, I like I played Banjo Kazooie, and then I think I uh, played it like some of Banjo Tooie, but um, 
Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie were, like, designed simultaneously. What do you uh, mean by that? And they were... Like, they, there were mechanics to be played between the games. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. The It's called... Uh, uh, Stop and Swap, I think it's what it's called. Where, in Banjo-Kazooie, there were unlockables you could only get by getting gear in Banjo-Tooie. And then oh, switching the, the, the cartridges game. really quickly... And then you could you could take that item into Banjo Kazooie in order to get the item, but when Banjo Tooie, by the time Banjo Tooie came out, the N sixty four had like an had a they had like an update where they changed it so that as soon as you took out the cartridge, it it made it so that the only way to do like the stop and swap would it, you'd have to do it in like a number of milliseconds, which was impossible because <laughs> it was it. it the, like the mechanic that they used was this I guess it was like a capacitor or something right that um that had like a five second like still time yeah but the I guess as soon as the, Nintendo wasn't obviously working with rare on this mechanic oh. so I guess Nintendo came out with like a new version of the console or or it was like a change in the design that made it so that the capacitor just discharged instantly I I, I don't know if it was so actually it just immediately ruined that it ruined that mechanic and so I remember playing Grand Kazooie and finding things and being like, ah, oh, damn, I want to get that thing. And looking up on online and finding that it's impossible to get that item. Oh, man. Because you need the stop and swap mechanic. That, see, that's that's a cool mechanic to build in as, like, a developer, you know? like So cool. Hey, let's um, take advantage. And actually, since they have, like, released it, like, they released, like, a Banjo-Kazooie um, on, I think it was on the Switch. Maybe it was on... We did on Xbox Live where, as well. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, where they and they they actually in court like they made it work. That's sweet. I, I like so for any, the first time you could actually use those mechanics, which is cool. Any kind of thing that I like to build, man. Like if I if I was like I just put so many Easter eggs, man. Like I know games are. Oh, it would be so much fun to make like secrets and yeah, it'd be exploration would be like my. I mean, yeah, the the things that that appeal to me most about games are always it's like the the action combat, like the combat, like difficult combat, yeah. and exploration. The you should, I value man. Most. Valheim, you might like Valheim. So, yeah, although I don't like crafting, and I don't mm -hmm. like like I don't like that style of like it. It is grindy. I just want to fight things. Yeah, that's why I, I'm um like I was looking at some of the gameplay for Monster Hunter Rise. It looks really good, but. Monster Hunter, there's like so much time spent, like just grinding up, not fighting. There's it's planning and getting all the right gear and stuff before you can do anything. Which I I know that in the long run it's probably more satisfying and and I probably would like it if I actually put in the time. But I don't like having having to put like ten hours into something before I can even do anything. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. Like even with this Valiant game, like I I. Well, probably not play it again, you know, like, like it, it's, it's fun. Like maybe solo, I'd give it a shot because then it's like my progression, but I played with a bunch of friends and they're all still going mm -hmm. ham of it over the week. Right. So I'm going to join back and I'm going to have what was like the best gear for that time. And then they're just going to be like eons and like, I'm not even going to know what they're talking about. Like I won't even be able to have a conversation with them in the game. Right. So they're just be like, <laughs> yeah, Oh, use your power move with this. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm just out here trying to get my bronze. Like. Yeah, exactly. You haven't killed the mystical alligator yet? Yeah, that's exactly Dude. what it's like. 
Um, <laughs> the one game. Do you like roguelikes? Yeah. This. Have you heard of like Hades? Yeah, I, I, that's on like a list of. Well, I don't have a list, but games that when I finally have time to hook up my PS4 again or or get something else, then yeah. I'd like to play Hades. Yeah, it's, I know it's super well reviewed. I've been looking at that, uh, and I like roguelikes. So, and it and it looks like the graphics look smooth. It's kind of like what you said with that refresh rate. Like it's it's like it's nice looking. Yeah. Yeah, it's really really polished. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I I haven't really liked a lot. Uh, most of the games that can't co have come out of that um, that company, Super Giant Games. I I know like all their games are usually really really highly uh, rated and. Um, but it's their mechanics have like never Bastion, been. Yeah. Bastion, yeah. Bastion and uh, yeah, but, yeah, there's a couple other ones. Pyre. But um, this one, this one looks really cool. This one looks good. I was actually intrigued by Bastion, but um, I never really pulled. I did actually that. play a lot of it, but I just I don't know. It was a lot of the same. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Was that uh, Toastmasters again? First time back since uh, the break. It's pretty good. Oh yeah. Catherine's been doing that. Really? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Inspired by you. Wow. No, it's uh yeah. it's interesting. I could see her liking that. That's that's kinda up her alley, I think. Yep, she we just uh, attended her second meeting yesterday. She was the quiz master. Oh nice. I was so I uh the reason as to why I like like wanted to go is um so i've kind of like i told them i was like hey i'll probably be like missing the first couple when i get back and then like i missed like a bunch um and then you know kind of like that anxiety that just kind of like builds right you're just like yeah, oh man yeah. like what and then eventually i got an email and it was just like hey uh just checking in to see if you're gonna be there tomorrow because you're like the toastmaster and i was just like oh man like i don't want to <laughs> say no again and so i was like you know what fuck it we're gonna we're going to go and we're going to do this massive roll and just like see what it's like. And I, so I, I like got up and like went probably during the worst possible one for me. And it was not even that bad. And as soon as I like kind of got right. into the room, I was like, man, this is, I like, like it's so much fun just to like sit there and just like see how everything does and just kind of take your mind off of everything else for a little bit. Right. So it's pretty, I don't know. I, I was like, That's nice. so I like this stuff. So that's great. Yeah, just such a positive vibe, you know, just people there trying to learn and, like, do things better, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I should do it. I just, I don't know. It's definitely another one of those things that's, I, like you, it's just, like, it's kind of scary to get to get started. Yeah. Um, And also, like, the first couple ones where you clashed with my, my own thing and, well, and that's, and that's the thing. To, I don't want to. Yeah. Like for me, as soon as I got back, I got kind of into the routine of just like, Hey, like, you know, it's, I, I don't have to do this. And then it's like, I can kind of, you know, you just kind of get into like a routine where just like, Oh, this is, I'd have to get so far out of my routine. Just to like make this one time, and especially cause mine's at like, you have to be up at like five thirty and be there by, it starts at like six 40 in the morning so it's like super early oh this one's like 7 p.m <laughs> yeah and see so that like that too is kind of like fuck like it's it's kind of like at night like you gotta yeah take time of your day but if you can make it work it's pretty cool to like just 
like like i would say if the reasons that you can't go are because of schedule conflicts that's fine but if the reason is because you're you're telling yourself yeah I'm <laughs> hey, you gotta you gotta get uncomfortable <laughs> my dude yeah yeah true but you're uh, right and, and they're really cool well, at least this place is really cool for like guests they don't really make you do anything you you just right the only thing that you'd probably end up doing would be like the table topic where you like you have to stand up and chat for like one to two minutes on whatever the, the theme of the day is or whatever but um and you suck at it but it's it's fine you do this and you right. put an hour out to the public every week or every other week it's no no worse it, it, wait wait people are listening <laughs> yeah we got hundreds of followers You're recording now. Oh, no. Disclaimer, both parties know and are involved. I don't need to get sued by Jude. <laughs> I'm you, suing. You imagine you just have no idea? <laughs> these are our private conversations. You're putting these <laughs> out publicly into the world? I've no. said terrible things. <laughs> so many rats have died. We did get uh, on Tuesday, Monday, five downloads, um, four of which came Damn. from the United States. That's not even, that's not just, is that the same as listens or is that like actual download? Yeah, download is like a listen, I think, because you kind of have to download the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Okay. I'm going to say like somebody's saving that to like their phone. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing that with them to work. No, that's Damn. one of the things I realized on my phone all my storage was getting like eat up and I was like, how? Like, and it, I subscribed to like five podcasts and they download them. And I was like, Oh man, uh, yeah, yeah. So you get like two hours podcast and you times that by like five different podcasts and, and like an episode a week. It's like, it starts to add up real quick. Like you start getting like 30 gigs of, just, I think you can shut that off. Though. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I did that. Which, uh, which app do you use for podcasts? Just Spotify. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I don't have like a, specific app like i do still pay for um uh like apple music but only because um mm -hmm. it's more of a pain in the ass to switch it off and then every single time i say play some music on my phone apple's like you don't have apple music i'm like fuck off um so i do have the apple podcast but i think that's free anyway and so i have a couple different things but spotify has all of them so what about you right i use uh, google podcast Oh right, um, right. Which is, I don't know, it's fine. Good. It's uh, does, does Spotify Spotify like? You can speed them up on Spotify, right? Yeah, two times is uh, two times speed. Yeah. Up to two times. Yeah. I, oh, okay. I don't think you can go higher than that. Um, let me take so a look Google does up to three and a half times. Holy crap! Really. Um, which is obviously too fast for me to listen to, but I, I generally listen to it in like two and a half. How is that? Like, that is fast. Two and a half? Oh, this one goes up to three and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I, I generally that. listen to two and a half. Um, I listened for a long time at like one and a half, and then I upped it to like 1.7, and then for a couple months I was at two, and now I'm at two and a half, and I've, I've tried going faster, but I can't go faster. Two and a half is where I can still absorb yeah and and yours you're just listening to podcasts that's it at that what do you listen to books on too yeah that's what i listen to for books as well i actually it depends on the on the book and depends on the podcast because like certain books the reader will be pretty fast and then i'll go down to right 
do or 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 if they're really slow i might even go up a little bit faster but right um generally around two and a half is where i think no my my roommates hate me because like yeah, even it's fast. even the netflix <laughs> is on two times now <laughs> i i sorry, yeah i usually half, watch like but... one point yeah. i'm generally 1.25 maybe up to 1.5 if it's if it's if i'm kind of bored <laughs> i uh but, no. um, as soon as you start to like, yeah, just saves, yeah. I don't know. You can consume so much more, yeah, I know. so much more into your life. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because that's like the reason. Well, the reason is like, I don't know, it's twofold. It's like, a, it's like a, it's good because you can get through that stuff much faster. But at the same time, it's like, is that is that actually good or is that like just feeding your, your whatever it is, dopamine or whatever, it is, right? Your instant gratification meter. Mm-hmm. But screw it i guess yeah it depends like are you getting more or less out of it yeah it up. very true like i don't think i'd watch a movie it is, like for example i'm trying to get through Grey's anatomy and like there's so many episodes and it's like this is gonna take me and i don't really care about them you know like i don't really care about feeling the characters and that kind of crap <laughs> So it's just kind of like I just want to see how the story goes and like see how it progresses. Like I just want to like get to the end, just so I can say like, yeah, I'm done with this now. <laughs> like I don't want. It. But right. So for those, I don't mind. Yeah, Catherine keeps wanting me to watch it. Catherine keeps wanting me to watch it, but I don't want to. There's so much of it, and I don't know. It is really good. I at least I think so. Um, like, yeah. it's it's kind of like a rom com, which is which is like I like those. I'm kind of like Austin in that. I love my yeah. rom-coms. Um, uh, I do too. Actually, a uh, recommendation is uh, I watched a couple days ago was The Big Sick. Big Sick. Good okay. movie. Got the uh, that um, got the Indian guy from Silicon Valley. Oh, really? He's, it's like his. Uh, he's the main character, and it's and it's actually based on his actual. It's a true story based on his life. Maybe I've seen some of this. How does it start? This was a few years, well, isn't just, it? Or is it a movie? It's like a yeah, oh. yeah, it's a movie. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't seen this in. Damn, I'll watch that. A good, uh, good rom com slash just kind of like all around good movie. That's a uh, good. That's one like unique too. I, 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 it's like it's unlike most movies. Cool. I'll have to give that a shot. Unique. Um. That's one one move or like TV show, Silicon Valley Man. I I just watch so many. Like I never one of those people that would watch like The Office and like watch like top ten scenes from The Office. But like man, when I go on YouTube and I'm just like bored, I'll just be like look up like top twenty five scenes of like Early Bachman on. <laughs> and it's like I, it's it's so good. Just watch like a, yeah, <laughs> compilation of Jin Yang. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or just like like they have <laughs> like they have compilations of like every single character too. So it's just like you just listen to all of them and like going into it and just being like how Gilfoyle and like whatever the hell her name was like probably almost hooked up that one night. Or I was just like, what? How did I miss that? It's like interesting. <laughs> so, That's funny. Freaking. Oh, it's yeah. It, it it is a really good show. Um. Yeah, it's really good. There's a it, lot of depth to it, it and cuts, the yeah. the main character I don't remember what his name is in uh, real life or in 
<laughs> um, <laughs> red and silicon valley. Do you want to know? <laughs> you want to guess? Doesn't yeah, it doesn't matter. Thomas. But, uh, Wait, Thomas Middleditch, Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a really good actor. Uh, at like at first, I thought he wasn't that great of an actor watching the show, but if you see him in real life, um, he is nothing like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's uh, it's actually really amazing that he he plays like a neurotic nerd really really well. He's from Nelson, BC. Oh damn, that's there cool. One thing, uh, I watched this interview with them, like the panels of like Guilfoyle, Monica, like them, everybody except Jin Yang and Erlich because he had sexual misconduct issues. But uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's it's like God damn it, I know, right? That's kind of like the, I was like, fuck, it would have been so much better. Put it in your pants, don't yeah. ruin the show. Yeah, same, with, uh, same with the same with Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah, you just gotta ruin House of Cards, man. Come yeah. on, it's like what a waste. But uh, on this this interview panel, like they talk about how much they don't know what's going on, like in the script, like like they don't know like what any like how the technology works, and it like kind of breaks your mind when you hear them talk about it because they're like you're like watching them be like these super smart nerds and programmers, and they're talking like a programmer might talk, but the actors themselves have no idea what the hell. Right. And it's just like it's like my brain is like hurting. Like I was like, dude, I I don't want to believe this. Like I want to believe that true especially because they they look like they programmers. Would yeah exactly <laughs> right? like like guilfoyle and uh like they, they look kind of like i don't know or how i'd imagine it i guess you know what yeah. the programmers don't have a look to them it's very much like it's now they do but... they do they definitely do <laughs> oh yeah um, um uh martin star that's the guy who plays guilfoyle and uh all of his interviews are exactly like Gilf. like it's like it's it's actually oh, hilarious really? yeah how much like he doesn't talk like he just answers and he's just like yes it's like okay that's freaky <laughs> he's been around for a long time um, yeah freaks and, freaks and geeks yeah i saw a little bit of that he's in there he's like look him up in freaks and geeks yeah, he was. was uh, like he's been acting since he was young, and he's like kind of part of that that core like group, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Seth Rogen and um, Seth Rogen and uh, yeah. uh, Jason Segel, Jason Segel, and what, was it Franco? Yeah, yeah, James Franco. Oh yeah, that man, that was such a good show. That was an awesome show. Yeah, you ever watch the Inbetweeners? Yes, <laughs> that's freaking funny too. Eh? It's hard to it's hard to watch that show. It's so awkward, but man, that's yeah, it's so funny. I, that's like the perfect British humor. Where like yeah, uh, I saw you. You don't want you're, you're it, different. I, I guess I, I remember listening to. Oh, I don't remember who it was. The difference between like American humor and British humor is that in in the U.S. generally, if you're if you're like the person that's the loser, um, you have to have like some kind of redeeming quality, and right. and you don't generally don't want to be that person. You don't <laughs> yeah. want to play act as that person. But in Britain, like people want to be the worst character, yeah, <laughs> and, and like want to suffer the most on screen. And that certainly is the case for the Inbetweeners. It's like there's no 
redeeming qualities for any of them. And, no, yeah. And they, <laughs> and they end up having terrible times all the time. They're just like, yeah, exactly. No, There's I, no I, winning. Yeah, no, there's no good. There's no, like, conquering of adversity. There's just adversity into <laughs> yeah, more adversity yeah. into more adversity. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you expect so there funny. to be, like, some kind of thing. You're just like, oh, it gets even worse than this. Nice. Like, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of funny because that the guy that plays Jay, his name is James Buckley. And I saw an ad on Facebook. I was just like scrolling through and it's just like cameo. And like, you can hire him to say whatever you want for like 50 bucks. And I was just, I, I was like, man, this guy's <laughs> falling along way down the tree. Like, well, I, I don't really see how any of those guys could go on afterwards. They've been so typecast as those characters. And like, they are those characters. Yeah. They, they don't exactly make themselves way too good. <laughs> Yeah, they're way too good for the roles. Their faces are like you could never see them in a serious role after watching no. them in that show. Well, and that's um, there's been a few of those too, where you just like you see the character and it's just like I can't I can't ever not see you as that person. Like, um, I'm trying to think of who'd be a good example, but well, like like Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah. After Star Wars, he like couldn't really do anything because he was luke skywalker very true so he went into voice acting and he had he was like super super prolific voice actor mm. he is to date i think the best joker voice he does the joker so well yeah He's well the joker new guy that's like supposed to be really good too. And, um Can't for his name. voice or for acting is the, uh like the new joker that's coming out or whatever i can't remember not sure what his name is but um no i totally agree or like like people that play roles like roles and they only ever play that role like like for example if you saw seth rogan and he was supposed to be like a superhero you'd be like oh i can't wait skip some pothead superhero it's like if you saw him like Mm -hmm. kicking ass like saving people be like nah nah that's not seth rogan like come on yeah 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 Yeah, and and you see actors where like they very easily could have fallen into that yeah um like daniel radcliffe right yeah, very Where true. after Harry Potter, he, I'm sure he knew that that was going to be the case, right? He was like, oh, shit, I'm never going to be able to get anything else because I'm going to yeah. be Harry Potter. For, but then he just ended up making all these crazy experimental, like, crazy movies. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever see Swiss Army Man? I don't think so. Swiss Army It's like Man. one of my favorite movies. It's so funny. He just plays a like a corpse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to look this it's, up. This looks hilarious. Actually, amazing though. It's, it's actually what's so weird about it is that it is a good movie, and right. yet he's he is a corpse that just like <laughs> has all these uses. <laughs> That's great. Another it's one wild. would have been uh, Breaking Bad dude after Milk in the Middle. Oh, true. Yeah, like man, uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston. How do you how do you go from like loving dad to like cooking math like? <laughs> Ah, yeah, he did that really well. Yeah, he killed it. And then after that, and actually, if you look, else. and and like after watching Breaking Bad, if you go back to Malcolm in the Middle, you you kind of realize, wow, you were an amazing actor here too. The fact that you can like, be this super weak father and then be the strong mm-hmm. lead in the yes, yeah, I, I don't know, it's really really cool. Um, yeah, who else is? I don't know. I guess um. Look like Shia LaBeouf could have kind Shia of also LaBeouf. been typecasted, but he ended up getting all 
Well, he's an interesting guy because like he got that giant tattoo for that one movie that was so bad. <laughs> like, like, and then uh, what did they say? He like apparently the cauliflower ears were fake, but everybody's just like, oh my god, the dude gave himself cauliflower ears for this role <laughs> in the movie. Like, you can't undo that. Like, it's like <laughs> he's funny. He's yeah. He's weird, man. You remember that like he had all these like weird art projects and uh and like people kept trying to find them. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean by that? There was like he he would set up like a camera with uh with like a sign. And he'd like he would stream for like a year or something. <laughs> it, would, it was like this he had all sorts of weird these weird art projects and like 4chan kept um like kept putting enormous amounts of re- like research into <laughs> determining the location of these art installations so that they could like destroy it. Oh my god! <laughs> so like people were like mapping out the the trajectory of the sun, like actually, to determine where these things were. Right. Um. He's wild. There's and been of some... course he he was like so upset about it. Oh, I bet. <laughs> he's he's an interesting guy. Uh, on that note, um, uh, something like like super interesting and kind of off topic as well but like Minecraft for example um the image like of one of the paintings in the, that you can place in Minecraft so like it's a pixelated game and then inside of the game they have like these pixelated images um and people like found out that the image was based off of a seed like so the image was basically created by some dude going into Minecraft playing taking a screenshot making that to a PNG and then like downscaling it and doing a bunch of other things and then uploading that into the game. Like that's how they made these paintings, right? Well, this okay. like group of Redditors or whatever wanted to try and figure out if that was a real like Minecraft thing. And if it was what the seed was, so they could go to the actual Minecraft world, like figure out what it was. And they like freaking figured it out. Like, and so many different things. So like, and the way that they do it is like very similar to like what you're just talking about. They talk about the trajectory of like the moon and like, okay, if you're in this trunk, then only these flowers would show. So then they like, and they basically like, like backwards solved out of like a pic. And it was like, man, what do you, these people like waste their time on? Like, it's, it's, unreal. they managed to reverse engineer the picture into like determining the actual random. That's in, yeah, that's amazing. Like, yeah. And, and they were able to go as if they were the dude that took the screenshot like 20 years ago or whenever he made the game. Right. And I was like, that's pretty sweet. That isn't, that's so cool. Yeah, again, total waste of time, but <laughs> yeah. impressive. On that same uh, no, I know we gotta sick. wrap up here pretty quick, but um, yeah, that's good. I should eat. So. One of the one of the coolest things I kind of heard about was back in like the dot com boom or whatever. This dude made a website called like Dollar per Pixel or whatever, and then made a million pixels, and so like. Then he just started advertising it and the more popular got people would start buying his and it was basically like it's still live now i think um a dollar per pixel uh and essentially the million dollar homepage, yeah so, so you could buy a pixel yeah and so you get these companies that would buy like a logo which would be like 500 pixels and that would be like 500 dollars and then right. you know so if you go to like a million dollar homepage.com that's literally what he called the project it's still live today and all of these like ads um are like like this is like man and this dude just literally sell, sold pixels on his website for advertising and i was like that's and he made a million bucks off it like that's crazy you know whoa that's really cool 
Um, is it is it like a permanent pixel or did he? I guess so. I think it is a because a lot of these things are like, um, like if you look at some of the hover states, for example, eBay, they have like at sign at sign. Like they're trying to make it fancy using like ASCII text, which is like a very like 2008 sort of thing. Right. Which is pretty cool. Um, that is so cool. So, and I was like, man, that, that would be like the, and some of these like things aren't even live anymore. Um, but I was like, that's a sweet looking. Right. I see it's sold out. Yeah. So now this is just like a piece of history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Some of these 12,000 free visitors, like. <laughs> oh, I see. He actually, he turned every one of them into a. Like an actual ad. Yeah. That was the idea. It was that they would, it would be a thing. And then you I know, guess there, there was probably like a minimum uh, number of. I don't think so. But it, but if you think about it, you would only get value if you bought more than one anyway. Oh, right. right. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> so it's like... That would be funny if some people just bought a bunch of pixels just to, like, fuck it up. <laughs> well, I don't know if you ever uh, were part of that Reddit experiment back when um, they did that pixel thing. Uh, that was really cool. You should look into that. But basically, um, they had this thing oh, where, yeah, yeah. where somebody can place one pixel that. per hour or something like that. And they just let the entire world go free yet for it. And then you got into like these weird battles where it's like red versus blue, the, the blue people trying to turn the whole thing red, like blue and, and then other people building like countries that would like, it was like, holy crap. I like those experiments. Yeah. That was really cool. It was just like a giant paint, right? It, yeah. It, was, it was looked drawn. almost exactly like that. And then, um, right. yeah. So they've done That's some pretty strange. cool social experiments. They did the whole like thing where you could press the button or not press the button and it was like tied to your account. And so like there's like half the population was like button pressers and then the other people like people that didn't press the button and like it like showed on your account if you did or not. So people would start being like, you know, like, oh, you're a filthy button pusher. Like <laughs> it's pretty wild. I love that. They're just fucking that's, with like the entire like the population. At its, that's the internet at its peak. Yeah, it's exactly. just the random shit like that. Yeah, I know that's what I weird love. Weird sociological experiments that don't tell you anything really about human nature or anything about well, ex except that there's some like playfulness involved. I guess. Yeah, it's really really cool. Yeah, I love that. Well, on that note, we should probably All wrap right. up. That was a good chat. A little later in the good. day, but still pretty good. Yeah, that was good. We'll see you next time on June. The June Podcast. Uh, Nailed it!